Coming up, your weekly roundup of news from around the haunt industry. Welcome to the show. I'm Philip. On the HAN Show, we bring you the haunt news, information, and education you need to prepare for Halloween. On Tuesdays, we bring you a roundup of news from haunts worldwide. Read more about these stories and so much more in our free weekly newsletter. Subscribe at the link in the show notes. And as always, for the news roundup, I'm passing it off to Daryl. Dark Knight Halloween World of Farmingville, New York, which is Long Island's fastest-growing haunted pop-up event, is returning to the Bald Hill Amphitheater starting on Friday, October 13th. The event will run every Friday through Sunday through Halloween, as well as family-friendly daytime fall fest on Saturdays. Dark Knight Halloween World originally opened in 2021, seeking to provide Long Island with a genuine haunted attraction and overall Halloween event with a strong 1980s and 90s theme. Dark Knight's Fright Team has added tens of thousands of dollars worth of new theme park-grade animatronics, control systems, Hollywood-grade masks crafted by LA effects artists, custom giant photo ops, and props to their event this year. The event will now feature more mazes, scare actors, and scare zones than in previous years. Even as we expand the event as a whole, we haven't lost sight of the flesh and bones of the event, which are the haunted attractions, adds co-owner and marketing director Aidan P. Finnegan. So not only will visitors get to experience more haunted mazes and special effects than anywhere else in the area, but if visitors want a Halloween experience with less emphasis on super scary, they'll get that too. We are excited to bring a large event to Long Island that's truly offers something scary or spooky for everyone. Dark Knight Halloween World is seeking to collaborate with new creators, performers, artists, vendors, and attractions as they expand their Halloween festival. We're opening the doors for artists, brands, and businesses to create their opportunities at our event. Even other haunted attractions in the area can participate. If you have an attraction of your own, whether that is an axe throwing or an escape room, we want to promote and sell your wares. Dark Knight Halloween World is the place to be, said Mort Spuckenscrum, co-owner of Dark Knight Halloween World. Tickets will go on sale this summer via the event's official website. Dark Knight Halloween World is embracing new technology by becoming the first haunted attraction designed and managed by AI. You can do anything with AI now and it will only get better from here. The negative effects of it are already being felt by the artists and entertainment communities. So instead of letting it beat us, why not use it as the tool it was intended for, said Aidan P. Finnegan. We're striving to stay ahead of the game by using artificial intelligence. This will not only help us create our marketing and advertising, the experience and design of the event, but also manage and operate it. Between our top-of-the-line security force, our animatronics, and our staff's decision to be microchipped to be fully integrated into our AI system, what could go wrong? This is going to scare the pants off Long Island and the world, said Moritz Buckenscrum, co-owner of Dark Knight Halloween World. More details will be announced in the upcoming weeks at the event's official website. Springfield City Council unanimously voted to repeal the bill declaring the use of eminent domain on the Hotel of Terror in Springfield, Missouri, after a successful campaign by the Haunt's supporters. Negotiations will continue between the Hotel of Terror owner Sterling Mathis and the city, which hopes to purchase the building and demolish it to widen and fix the city's Main Street Bridge. The city had previously offered Mathis $550,000 for the property at the May 9th City Council meeting. Mathis says that he expects 1.5 to 2 million would be needed to move the haunt to another location. I've been more than willing to move it, but I can't go bankrupt doing it, Mathis told council. If negotiations break down again, city council has the opportunity to reintroduce and pass another eminent domain bill. Both sides hope to come to an amicable resolution. 
Watchers Against Hate founder Paul Lanner discussed protecting LGBTQ youth in a recent article in Bear World magazine. Lanner recently won Blurb's Up in Lights contest with a Book of Hunters Volume 9. The grand prize was that both he and his book were promoted on a digital billboard in Times Square. In the interview, Lanner discusses the history and the future of Haunters Against Hate, as well as the connection between horror, haunt, goth culture, and the LGBTQ community. While there will not be a Haunters Against Hate event in 2023, the event will return in 2024, and HAH will be represented at Carolina Fear Fest this month, Midwester's Haunters Convention in June, and Texas Haunters Convention in July. The former manager of Max's Revenge Haunted Attraction in Clearfield, Pennsylvania, is facing charges after he was accused of sexually assaulting a teenage girl. According to the affidavit, state police allege that Clip Colasar Jr., now age 26, sexually assaulted the 14-year-old victim at various locations, including the site of the haunted house. Colasar is currently being held at the Clearfield County Prison as he faces multiple counts of felony rape, statutory sexual assault, and aggravated indecent assault. He is also accused of supplying alcohol to the underage employees at the haunt. On May 10th, the Chamber of Haunters announced the future formation of the Chamber University, which will act as the educational front of the organization and provide new and continuing education to members and non-members alike. Chamber members will have free access to all educational content. Non-members will pay a fee per course. I am proud to announce this project and look forward to working with the Chamber Board to ensure that we can bring about the type of education that so many need and want, says Chamber President Robert Nulton. I feel there's a lot of great education out there and it is ever-evolving, but I also feel that this industry deserves to be treated in the same level of respect and equality that other industries receive, and we want to make sure that the world takes this industry just as serious as many other industries out there. Upcoming events from May through July of 2023 include Monster Palooza, June 2nd to 4th in Pasadena, California. Midwest Haunters Convention, June 10th and 11th in Rosemont, Illinois. Texas Haunters Convention, July 15th and 16th in Mesquite, Texas. Horrorween Con, Idaho, July 21st through 23rd in Boise, Idaho. Midsummer Scream, July 28th through 30th in Long Beach, California. And The Ghosts of Summer, July 29th and 30th in Portland, Oregon. Looking to have a little bit of scare action early this summer? In May, you can go to Bedlam in Scottsboro, Alabama, Doom Haunted Attraction in Idaho Falls, Idaho, Factory of Fear in Moline, Illinois, Fear Factory SLC in Salt Lake City, Utah, Haunted Hills Farm in Jasper, Georgia, Horrell's House of Horror in Laurel, Maryland, Scare USA in Two Rivers, Wisconsin, Terrified Forest in Pickney, Michigan, Eriebis Factory of Terror in Erie, Pennsylvania, The Halls of Madness in Paris, Illinois, The Haunted Hotel in Louisville, Kentucky, Haunting of the Hills in Onstead, Michigan. Then in June, be sure to catch All Hallows' Eve Terror Town in Williamsburg, Ohio, The Drake Society in Ontario, California, Eloise Asylum in Westland, Michigan, Frightmare in Chesapeake, Virginia, Holler and Haunts Hayride in Clinton, North Carolina, Riverside Entertainment in Salome Springs, Arkansas, Scream Hollow Wicked Halloween Park in Smithville, Texas, Castle Blood in Manison, Pennsylvania, Dark Castle in Elgin, South Carolina, Wicked World Scaregrounds in Nicholasville, Kentucky, Necropolis Underground in Indianapolis, Indiana, and SRD's Haunted Attractions Pocatello in Pocatello, Idaho. Scaring along in July include the AMS Haunted Attractions in Maryville, Tennessee, Blood Prison in Mansfield, Ohio, the Cinema of Horrors Haunted House in Kelso, Washington, 
and ever haunt in Angola, New York. Find links to all these attractions and all of the other articles and websites mentioned by following the links in our show notes or in our weekly newsletter. And that's all for the news this week. Today's episode was produced by me, Philip Hernandez, with reporting by Daryl Plunkey, post-production by David Swope. This Haunt News Update is a production of the Haunted Attraction Network, and you can sign up to our weekly newsletter at hauntedattractionnetwork.com. Support for this episode comes from Gantam Lighting and Controls. Until next time, haunters, stay scary. This is a Haunted Attraction Network production.